Sessionable. Um, welcome to Sessionable. Uh, this episode of Sessionable is brought to you by Days Brewery Tours. That's different. Yeah, it's a bit exciting. We have a sponsor. We do. How cool is that? Um, and we'll talk a bit more about that later. And we also, the other thing that this episode is brought to you by is Sessionable. Um, our, to be more specific, our live episode. Live coming episode out. number four. Is it? Four, three. Yeah, so we did Riverside uh, early so. on. Yep. So, yeah, this is the fourth Does one. Does that count as a live episode? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a live episode. We had people yeah. like sitting there listening well, the, on. Yeah. Well, the episode title was called Live at Riverside, so I think we're counting it. All right, it's yep. counted then. Yeah. So, so this is this is live episode number four. It's our it's our third Sydney Craft Beer Week live yes, episode. that's right. Um, and this Third venue as well. Third venue. We've, yeah. we've, we've hopped around a bit. Um, and we might continue hopping around. Who knows? Yeah. It's kind of fun. Keep it yeah. fresh. Um, this year we're doing it at um, the Royal Albert Hotel. Um uh, which you might have heard of if you've listened to this podcast. Yeah. Mentioned I th- like I think, every I episode. I think two of yeah. us work there now. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, we'll be doing it there on the um, the Monday of Sydney Craft Beer Week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so right at the start. And I we're going to have... I believe that's the 24th of October. I think that's correct. Who's coming this year, boys? Um, so we haven't confirmed... <laughs> Yet, but it is... In typical It is going to be stuff, Western yeah. Australian breweries yeah. involved because um, the Royal Abbott are holding the West Australian Pine of Pine Origin. Origin. Yep. Yep. And the yeah. reason we haven't confirmed is actually kind of because there's so many people to choose from. So it's more like a who's the best of what we have to choose from. Um, that's not me just bragging as to what we're doing, but it is actually like we're, we're just trying to sort out what the actual beer list and, and uh, guest list will be, and we will announce that. Bit close to the date, but if you're listening to this and you live in Sydney and you'll be around Sydney Craft Beer Week, um, come along. Unlike past years, you don't have to buy a ticket to come along. Mm. Just rock up. Say you're attending on our Facebook events. We've got a bit of an idea for um, numbers and stuff, like, numbers that, and yeah. stuff like that. There'll be a link in the in the show notes. But um, rock up, and uh, all you'll have to do is pay for the beers in in advance of the actual thing. You can. So the idea is it's going to be a preset thing. So timing wise, people can have the beers, or we're going to have it. Yeah. Like so so you right. come up and just go up to the bar and say, "I'm here for the sessionable thing," and they'll charge Tell you a set amount, off, and you'll and, get yeah. you'll get brought your beers as you as you as the as we're drinking them. The same beers as we drink on the podcast with our guest. I reckon the other thing to add to that is um, the the I think the one thing we've done really well with our live ones is the lineups have been pretty bloody killer. Yeah, yeah. So so don't. Yeah, it, this yeah. isn't going to be an exception to that. Like it's it's going to be from from who are, who's on the short list. It it'll be yeah. it'll be pretty fucking killer. And also, I reckon as from our point of view, I reckon they're the most fun episodes to do. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, absolutely. I love the the, the Q and A yeah. that um, our, our our audience come up with. That's always mm, good yeah. fun. Yeah, and just the having it in front of a, a room of people always just like changes the definitely the tone a different and the energy, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. And I, it's yeah. I, I mean, I've only I've only done one. You guys have done two. Another um, guest who's not confirmed, but we can just assume is coming is going to be my mum. Yeah, like, yeah. She's got to do for three for three, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think she's yeah. been at more live episodes than any of us. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's true. <laughs> um, she's been at a lot more live episodes than I have. That's, yeah. that's for sure. Um, yeah. There we go. We've got a new, new podcast member. <laughs> that's never happening. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Um, so why don't we get started um, right. with a beer? Yeah. Um, so Liam, you brought this one along. I did. And it was purely because I didn't bring anything and I was working at Batch before I came here. So I just Fair enough. thought I'd do a bit of market research and take a beer out of the fridge. Um, so we've got a new beer from Batch, and I had to actually do a little bit of research. I haven't worked at Batch for like two weeks, so I'm a bit out of the loop. So um, I was quite excited to see this one back. Oh, not back, but see this one in the fridge. And it's called the hop formerly known as Brooklyn. 
and it's part of their IPA series, of course. Um, and so Brooklyn is a New Zealand hop variety. Okay. And it also goes by another name, which I'm going to murder the pronunciation of, which is, is it a, Mot they, Hair. They changed it. So, yeah, M-O-U-T-E... Uh, sorry, M-O-U-T-E-R-E. So, wait, um, it's, 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 um, so it's, it's formerly known as Brooklyn. It's now known as Motere or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, what's, the, what's the lineage on it, if you, if you have any idea? Um, because I'm getting like a kind of earthy slash almost grassy uh, character to it, which makes me think it's European. But I, get, I, do, I also get quite a bit of a, a sweeter candy... Mm. flavor from it as well so i'm not sure mm. but definitely de- definitely i'm just European. reading the new zealand's hops site and it doesn't give me i can't see any lineage information but it's saying it's got characteristics of intense fruit citrus and resinous pine i'm not getting a lot of resinous pine no, don't get my I'm resinous pine but the citrus either. i do get i'm getting like a fruity oils it's saying yeah yeah i get kind of like a um a citrus candy kind of yeah i, I get know. that yeah yeah so um, is this um is this a base IPA, or have they changed up the IPA recipe? Um, none of the IPAs are exactly the same. Okay. But normally, like, West Coast is... Well, the malt bill for West Coast is sort of a starting base, but in saying that, none of the IPAs are exactly the same. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Just going to see if it actually is a single hop or not, because a lot yeah. of their hop-focused ones generally have some other ones. Uh, yeah, it's a single hop with, single hop. with Brooklyn. Yeah, cool. Well, they're calling it Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the hop form in the United is Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like it. Cool. That's a. It's. It's. I don't think it's my favorite batch IPA, but that's it's not like, a smack you in the face. But that's IPA. like a. That's a. That's a hard category though. Favorite batch IPA. That's West, West Coast IPA easily. Or uh, West Coast is hard to beat. Yeah. yeah. Juicy as fuck. Yeah, I like yeah. the West Coast a bit better. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, both, so do they're I. Both, they're both like awesome. a, a fresh West yeah. Coast IPA is hard yeah. to yeah. beat. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The batch are really good at IPAs. That's mm. yeah. Yeah, the juicy, the whole juicy series is something I really juicy enjoy. Juicy is really good, and um, I, it's one I've been petitioning them to do as a year-round release or a yeah, year-round series. Totally should. I'm down for that. The juicy is like dark was also really yeah. good. Um, but um, on that note, also Willie the Boatman this week are releasing a, a West Coast style or really? juicy style IPA. Oh, it, like an East, East Coast, East Coast, East Coast yeah. IPA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, okay, so that's going on. Tap I want to see. I, I do want to see more of that. I, I, it'll be interesting to know how that goes in Australia because, well, people are already paying that style out on oh, the on, on hashtag so called experts yeah. already paying yeah, yeah, it yeah. out. So I'd like to see what they actually. Think I did see there was one. a great post on CVC recently where someone had one? to throw it out. I think, but did you find out that that picture was actually off the the brewery's website? Oh, so really? They, yeah, it was just a whole it was a whole ruse. But yeah, well, that's kind of funny it, it, though. It did kick up a big stink. Yeah, yeah, but it's kind of like. If, I mean, if you can't drink it, you can't drink it. But like, if you can't drink it because of the the color and and the consistency, then like, you know, that's I don't know. I, I'm I'm one to love kind of those hazier, even chunkier beers. I'm I'm all for it. But some people aren't. Look, there was a time in in the brewing industry where West Coast style IPAs were considered brash and not refined, and yep, the and end th- of the world for beers. And now there's the West Coast IPA drinkers are the ones, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, and people are still saying black IPA is not a style. So, you know, um, it's, it's not. It's 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 called Cascadian yeah, Dark Ale. Oh God, okay, don't get me started. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you see how the batch one was? Um, the the juicy dark was uh, nicknamed Appalachian Dark Ale. Yeah, yeah. That, that, was, that was really <laughs> good. Yeah, I like that. That's a good name. Um, yeah, no, this is really tasty. So, um, we're recording this episode 
on grand final week for both sports, both AFL, well, both. <laughs> there's no, not just two but sports. Just the but, two sports. I mean, yeah, we're in Australia. Both, there's two yeah. sports. We yeah. play both, both um, country and both Western. football <laughs> codes that are currently still going, uh, the AFL and the NRL. The footy codes. The footy codes. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm uh, actually, by the time this comes out, the, the result will be known, but actually I am currently basically just in a, like a constant, like, Super mode nervous. of of, yeah. of nervousness and yeah, sweating, yeah. and because I am actually going down to Melbourne for this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, I will be at the um, the MCG um, for, for a Sting concert, for a st- for a Sting Sting Living End and Vance Joy concert. Adrian, that's, that's true. All right, that's true. You're really going down for Vance Joy, aren't you, mate? <laughs> yeah. oh, I can't believe that lineup. It's like awesome, awesome, awesome bands, but you have one band that's really going to fire people up. Which is living in, yeah, and then up to like kind of. I don't know, man. Messages in a bottle gets me going pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, every breath you take, mate. Yeah. That's that's me. You know, because yeah, that's not creepy. At all. Oh, <laughs> I reckon like living in could do like a um, rockabilly rockabilly guess, version of uh, message in a bottle. They could, <laughs> they they could kill that. I but like so so you know like so when I went down um, two years ago. Uh, for the Tom Jones concert. For the Tom Jones Ed Sheeran concert. Yeah. They they called off the, the game, unfortunately. But um oh, one no of the teams did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh-huh. I didn't say it. <laughs> no, no, I know. I'm, I'm a Swans member, I can say these things. It's fine. Yeah. Um uh, but Tom Jones and Ed Sheeran did a duet on um one of Tom Jones' songs. So I'm interested oh, to yeah. see do all three bands come together hey. on one of the songs and which do song... they just give Vance Joe like a tambourine he can stand in the corner <laughs> I mean, probably or a triangle or something yeah, yeah. he can um, be in the bottle doing <laughs> I, I can see all three doing like Roxanne or something yeah like, maybe um, anyway the, the reason I bring up we brought it up this yeah. fact is that um, I'm not looking so, forward to drinking shit beer yeah exactly for, for a few um, hours it, it's not you know I, it's, I think we've brought it up a few times before but Beer in Australian stadiums is still it's dire. Shit. It's it's a dire situation. So I think, like, yeah, we've talked about before the fact that Tom and I are Swans members and mm-hmm. been to a fair few Swans games this year. I think counting away games and stuff like that as well. And I just don't drink when I go to the football. Yeah. No, I mean, no, we we, we I think the we best, preload. I think the best beer yeah. in. The SCG is the beer that our mutual friend brings. Yeah, well, whatever Morgan brings in his Coke bottle yeah. is probably the Mention best beer. His name. <laughs> yeah, um, no. you can beat that out, right? Yeah, no, it's Morgan. Yeah. But um, oh, like the the funny thing is actually going to the football and looking at the untapped check-ins at the SCG. Yeah. It's like Carlton Draft, Cloud Carlton Stout. Draft, <laughs> Cloud Stout, Carlton <laughs> Draft, Corn t- <laughs> Clown Shoes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Do you remember that time he got really excited and like spilt his... Because they, they scored a goal and then he like sprayed like it was like clown shoes uni dragon yeah, or something. Yeah. Dragon, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Did he spill it on the ladies? Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Um, they, oh, we, no. we just told him it was coke. Uh, um, Delicious coke. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we thought we'd have a chat about kind of the the, the situation of of beer in stadiums and and we were so Liam and I um, were at Ale Stars last night with um, uh, Sean Sherlock from. Foghorn, um, and uh, we actually talked about this at Ale Stars, and I think we all kind of agreed that when um, we have the first kind of major stadium take on a craft beer contract, that'll be such a huge uh, kind of milestone for craft beer in Australia. Yeah, um, and even if that might that major, sta- it doesn't have to be one of like the 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 the, the big kind of 
bigger stadiums in in the capital city. Like even if it's something like um, like Spotless Stadium or something, Spotless or or, or like um, I think uh, Sean was talking about trying to get into um, whatever they call Newcastle Stadium. These wherever days, Newcastle yeah. Knights play, uh, you know, because he's a diehard Newcastle Knights fan, and uh, just. When we have one of those, something a stadium that has a major team switch from CUB or Lion to um, a, an independent contract, that will be just a huge stepping stone. I don't think it needs to even be a complete switch. I think no, it, it can I be agree. just like a partial, yeah. like saying, okay, is- we'll have some Carlton, but the rest we can just do ourselves. Or whatever. Well, that's kind of like what's happening in New Zealand, right? Yeah. Is... Um- in in Wellington at the at the stadium, they have put together like a what was a I think it was a partnership of different breweries got together and tended, yeah. And they have like some smaller. I think Gareth Project is um, is spearheading the the, the movement, but mm. for the Wellington Phoenix, they've brewed the, a beer for yeah. the ground. So I, they're still I think they've gone for like a, a maybe not a lager, but something a bit easier something, something, drinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, which is when you're at the at the footy, like when you're at the you know at sports, you. you you know, having a, a pint of Mikola Black, as I think you've had, Liam. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's great, but that's not for everybody. No. You know. um, but having, like, a, you know, something like maybe like a freshwater pale ale or something oh, like that. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Like, or even the, the new Akasha win. Golden Point Golden Hat. I would love a trade win at the footy. Fuck, yeah. I'll, I would trade smash win. multiple trade wins. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Footy, yeah. Even, yeah, you know, there's, there's plenty of options. Even, you know, tinnies of, like, throwback or small ale or something. Oh, Even yeah. if it's a mid-strength, small if you want to keep that. Would be amazing. Small ale at the footy would be great. The yeah. Colonial you small ale even, for the... Yeah, yeah, Colonial small ale. You don't even need a cup for that one. No. You can just grab the can. From straight from the can. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd be brilliant. But, amazing. Um, the problem is in Australia is that venue, the, the stadiums are contracted as venues mm-hmm. as as and they are 100% contracted at the moment. Yeah. And... I, that, I don't see that changing until the ACCC steps in. Well, mm. it's... It's harder than uh, it being like another venue, like you know, one of the big pubs in the city that are have a line contract or whatever, because that's only once part of it. Because then there's sponsorship rights to the to the leagues and absolutely, yeah, and and, and you'll, corporate, you'll see corporate, uh, you know, corporate boxes, and it's such a it's and, such and a just, more complicated and just thing advertising than, around the ground. Yeah. So you you'll see if you you can almost tell if you watch on TV, you'll be able to tell the ground, what they're yeah. pouring because yeah. there'll be either there'll be either Carlton Lions running around the edge of the stadium, or there'll be you know Tui's whatever yeah. Carlton horses or Tui's lions. I think of it. And I think yeah, just a concession. Like uh, we something we were talking about last night as well. It's like if there was one bar at the SCG that was pouring decent beer, I would walk all the way around to get. I wouldn't care where it is. I'd yeah. go there. Um, and I'll probably ask if we can get um, get our seats moved to near that bar. I, I, I actually I did that um, during the cricket. Uh, they, they had the Matilda Bay bar. In the members section, yeah, uh, or the new members section, which uh, you can get to, um, is that the SCG? Yeah, at the SCG. So yeah. it's in the, it's in the new stand. The new stand. We can't yeah. access it as Swans members. Yeah, yeah. So I, I pretty much just walked like you know a third of the way around just to get there, but they didn't have fucking Alpha or Dog Bolter. No, what they, have, they have Fat Yak, Wild Yak. Yeah, uh, you know Shit Pacific Yak, yak. like it, fucking it whatever listed, Yak. Like it was listed as their lineup, but they go, no, it's not on at the moment. I was like, oh come on, yeah, give me some decent beer or um, something resembling a decent beer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, but, but we thought we'd also compare that to kind of the the state of of that of of kind of beers at sports venues, kind of like at other places we've been around the world because Australia seems to be 
very far behind in this in terms of, you know, similar kind of leagues and, and, and countries we've been to. Um, we've all been to stadiums that serve better stuff. Yeah. I mean, I when I was in the US um, probably about four years ago now, uh, there's this awesome bar connected to ATT Park, which is the baseball stadium in San Francisco. Um, it's called the Public House. And yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's an awesome bar anyway. Like you can go there most days, even that when there's no game. Yeah, but when there is a game, you can just take like you can just pour your beer into a plastic cup and take it to your seat. And so the bar's no like problem. not so, in the, it's in the stadium, but it's in like the op- well, it's open to the public. Yeah, but they have their own gate, which goes then into the stadium where you can scan your ticket while you're inside the bar. So so yeah, you can wow. you can literally like I was I was drinking blind pig while watching the baseball. Yeah, beautiful, which was fucking awesome. That's where I did the 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 Michelin black and the plastic cup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so even like so when I was in the states, um, this would have been two years ago now. Um, I went to. Um, SAP Center, which is where the San Jose Sharks play yep, yep. at San Jose. And most of the bars were serving just like... So the bars that were kind of built into the concourse, like those ones, they were all serving Budweiser, Bud Light, you know, um, that kind of stuff. But then they had these kind of like portable bars. And, you, you know, the, the kind you have at like beer festivals and like stuff. Like the coffee cart... Yeah, so coffee cart things. things and, yeah. and they had just like different independent breweries and they were like set up opposite them on the concourse. And yeah. and so you could have a pint of Lagunitas IPA or a pint of Stone or, a, you know, and take that to your seat. And I just wandered around the concourse and I was like, fuck, what do I choose? And, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing is that you, you notice the variety yeah. in, in the US, whereas here it's just the one... It's, it's, it's oh, which one of the two major yeah, companies? Which, which do, one of the two with? major companies? Yeah, and you, if you're lucky, they might have some of their craft stuff, but the, usually yeah. it's the mid stuff. It's like stuff. oh, if it's Lion, oh, maybe I'll be able to find a James Squires tap somewhere or a Little Creatures. If oh, good luck though. Yeah. Very unlikely because you get the mid stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, mate, Rogers though. I'd I'd smash. I do, Rogers I do like Rogers. I do a, like Rogers. A, if Rogers was on yeah. tap, I'd. I think the way to look at it is like. Craft beer consumptions. What are we talking about? What's the current figure? Three point five, four percent, or whatever, right? Yeah. So why can't we go to the ground and go? Why can't four percent of the, beer of the there. beers there be something decent? And like you could have a different brew for every round. I don't know how you want to do it. We just have like they did in, in New Zealand and had a few breweries pitching together to to take even like. So, or, so how many bars does the stadium have? Like they, you know, it'd be heaps. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be like what twenty, thirty more, yeah, way it's more. It's probably like yeah. one Indip- every two or three sections like two or three bays probably yeah yeah Yeah. so depending on the size of the stadium so even if just like you know the the major contractor has 90 percent of the bars and the others go to different people and that way you know you you have to walk to find the one you want but you i would do that that's the thing and i think a lot of people would to find the one they want or even just find the closest one that's that's a bit different but the thing is is that's not going to happen in australia until there's a bit of intervention from the A Triple C, I I honestly don't think it'll yeah, happen. No, unless it comes and, from and the and clubs, I, man. I kind of agree with that. But I don't think the, the clubs don't have so much so much say in in where the stadium is to do to do much for us. So no, but, but is is the other issue? I'm not. That's why I'm not optimistic. Is but the, if, is if the members... other issue that is is the other issue that a lot of the money being pumped into sports does come from one of the two big it absolutely does companies yeah. well it can't come from tobacco companies anymore so yeah that's true so well it, but it still come from gambling companies yeah so tom you recently went to a few games in 
in um in Europe. Yeah. So right? while I was living in Germany, I made it over to England a few times. Mm-hmm. And not not even just England. I you know was in um in Germany. I went to a game at Allianz Stadium mm-hmm. there. And yeah, what was the what was the beer situation over in Europe? Um. So to be honest, I I don't remember much of a few of the visits because I had a good job, good day before going to the game. Mm-hmm. So um, both Allianz Stadium in Munich and Emirates Stadium in London, I don't really remember the beer situation. Um, so it was good then? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was mostly lager, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like at that point. Yeah. In Germany, I'm pretty sure German the lager was all right. right yeah. um, at Emirates, I'm not sure. Someone else will have to, will have to yeah, sure. remind me. Sure. Um, but uh, the one that's sticks out in my mind was um, I went to the uh, FA Cup final at Wembley and um, uh, I was lucky to get, I got tickets in the um, Wembley club mm-hmm. ring. So yep. um, kind of the corporate area and in the concourse in that area, um, you had the regular kind of bar set up with, well, I don't know, I think it was Carlsberg or whatever their lager was, but you also had real ale stations. Mm. Where they were cask pouring like gravity out of a cask, nice, and then just like they had a, you know, and then when a cask ran out, someone would just come and like put another cask up and they'd that's tap it and then pour it from awesome. that. And you, so you're drinking like it was all stuff from um uh something with a goblin, which would which would that's yeah, the that's brewery, mm. yeah. yeah. So it was all that stuff, um, which you know at a stadium is. Which pretty, is owned by Marston's Brewery, which uh, is was for a while one of the major sponsors of the English cricket team. So yeah, that makes um, sense. Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, and and the the yeah, it's good beer. Like especially like drinking it in a pint in a cup at the stadium. You know, um, I actually think where I was, you weren't allowed to take your glass, your cup, your beer back to your seat though. Uh, just so you like to drink just it. like the SAG members. Yeah, so you had to yeah. drink it at the concourse and then. Yep. Go back to your seat without you. Pretty drink. sure Eddie had's like that as well. Though. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I also found uh, it really annoying yeah. because when you go, like, when I was living in London and going to Arsenal games at Eddie had um, Emirates. Oh, sorry, Emirates, not Eddie had. Yeah. Um, the fact that you, they don't serve uh, beer or alcohol during Champions League games, but they do through Premier League or FA Cup games. What? There's some weird rules. Hey? Yeah. So I think Champions League has a general rule where they don't serve alcohol at any venues during Champions League games. So I remember okay. at like halftime lining up for like 20 minutes to get a beer, get into the front of the line and like, nah, it's Champions League, there's no beers today. It's like, ah, oh, What crap. people lining up for? <laughs> like soft drinks and Oh, pies. shit. I, I think more importantly, like they should bring back one of the, like the B-League team that where I lived, Leighton Orient, they served hot Bovril at, yes. <laughs> at the games. Oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> I, w- I went to um I went to a Europa League game in Scotland and yeah, people were having... Bob, Bob rule. Yeah. So, I mean, it's Scotland, so... So, yeah. yeah. I want cast of gravity-fed gravity Bob rule. No, yeah. Bob rule. Yeah. Bob rule and rum? Or... No, just no. Bob rule. What would you have I, I Bob rule with? I want, a, I want somebody... A scotch to, egg? Uh, like, just a, you know, just a Bob general... and whiskey, right? General like, be call that. out to brewers out there. Somebody make a Bob rule beer. Bob rule ale. Yeah. Yeah. Bob real ale. Challenge. Yeah. No, Tom, no. <laughs> Thanks, Lee. I'm sure Backers, I'm, I'm sure Backers can do it. Yeah, I mean they probably already have. Um, he probably just hasn't told anyone. Yeah. You've already had one. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of real ale, guys, uh, did you hear the news about more 
brewing and how they've been. I didn't hear about this. Uh, so you'll have so, to, yeah, I'm, I'm the same, but you'll have to enlighten us. So very recent news, um, more their, uh, so they're, they're a craft brewery in the UK. Their beer cans have uh, been officially classified as real ale by camera, which is like, I think, I, I believe it's the first ever instance of canned beers being classified as okay. real ale. It's interesting because that, that there's always been seem seemed to be a conflict between camera and kind of the the more modern craft brewers. Yeah. That like, seems to like have been brew dogs being stuff. The, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, yeah, basically keg versus cask. Yeah, seems to be the. So yeah. seeing that, that watching can that is pretty Australia. much just a mini keg anyway. Mm. Does that mean that camera is one step away of having casks? Or kegs, kegs really? Well, no, I think it's because um, the way that more do it, they referment in the can, so all the carbonation comes from the refermentation. Okay. So it goes well, through a secondary fermentation yeah. in, the so, in the can. So, like, it, theoretically, you can still get cask ale in kegs as long as it goes through secondary fer- yep. fermentation in the keg and gets all the the carbonation from that secondary fermentation. The issue with that isn't in a keg, as I believe, that you have... It'll explode. Well, yeah, all cake's <laughs> pressurated to some degree, yeah. but you have all the dead yeast cells and stuff like that. Yeah. Because there's a lot of sediment in cask, cask yeah, yeah, ale. Yeah. So I'm not sure, because with a keg, because you're drawing from the bottom of the keg. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Mm. But yeah, so I think it was just a few days ago. Um, yeah, Moore's Can Beers, now officially the fir- world's first real ale. That's which cool. Which is really cool for yeah. them. Um, it, it's cool that that they, you know, they went for that and that they've gotten that recognition because I think, you know, it's a it's a good step for British British beer and camera. Yeah, definitely. And real L. Yeah, awesome. Um, shall we take a break, guys? Yeah. Why not? Sounds good. Cool. Sessionable. So I think next thing to talk about is the fact that we actually have some new equipment, so we might actually be sounding a little mm. bit different. A little bit different, a little yeah. bit better, hopefully. Hopefully a bit better. Um, um, we've got the, what, what is it? The Zoom H6. Yeah. Um, so we've got some new toys to play with. Fancy gadget. Awesome, yeah, awesome yeah. looking piece of kit. Um, hopefully it sounds all right. Yeah. yeah. And the hopefully. reason we have this new kit is all thanks to our new sponsor. Um, so Sessionable is now sponsored. Um, which basically is just going to help us get better equipment so it's easier for us to record more regularly um, and it's going to mean less of us kind of just digging deep into our pockets um, to, to fund the podcast, basically. Yeah. Um, and our sponsor is uh, Dave's Brewery Tours. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, full disclosure, one of our members actually works for Dave's Brewery Tours. I do, yeah. Liam, yeah. Uh, why don't you talk, tell us about Dave's Brewery Tours? Um, oh, I mean, I think if you live in Sydney, you've probably either A, seen the van or seen a tour coming through one of the breweries. Or met Dave or met, or one, met of the, Dave or... one of the um, hosts. Or so, yeah, yeah, someone who works for Dave's Brew Tours or, yeah. or seen it. Yeah. Um, so we've got a bit of a posse nowadays. But oh, yeah, long story short for those who are out of town is that we run brewery tours through Sydney, um, predominantly around the inner west and the northern beaches, but we do a few regional tours as well. Um, so we've got a bit of a fleet of, of buses and a posse of cool tour guides who take beer explorers all around behind the scenes at all the breweries and hopefully start people on their journey to drinking better beer. Yeah, I think it's a, it's, I think it's a good idea for like a group of people, especially if like the person organizing a kind of party or a trip or whatever 
is one of the few kind of beer lovers. Anyone wants to introduce, yeah, or he or she wants to introduce their friends to craft beer. I yep. think you know. I've seen like what, what you a know, great what a great idea. I think it's awesome, and like it's generally yeah. I think majority of the people we're taking on tours are people quite early on in their beer journey, and so and, and that's, that's pretty cool to do. Really important. So we the the idea behind this sponsorship is not necessarily for you guys, our listeners, to go out and buy a tour, but it's more um, if you guys are thinking of, of gifts or you have someone who you in your life who you think um, might benefit from a tour or, you know, have an I you know, think they might want to go on a tour, consider it and um, let them know you heard about it from us. I yeah. guess, yeah. And for us, it's a pretty cool thing from one, you know, Dave's help putting a bit of gear in our pocket, but yeah. also it gives us an opportunity to actually go out and jump on some buses and visit some cool yeah. breweries as well. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. you, so hopefully going forward, because of this sponsorship, you'll see some more content from us and um, kind of more interesting uh, content where we get to go to some cool places and, and talk to cool people where we wouldn't get to do just yeah. hanging around in Sydney. And Part we'll, of that we'll, is... We'll, we'll, definitely, um, we'll definitely talk to Dave and Co as well. Oh, that'll episode. be coming up very soon. Yeah, yeah actually, I think there's... There's a, I mean, if anyone knows Dave, that is that Dave has his fingers in a lot of pies and he's got yeah. a lot of things in the cooker. So I think there's a few things that I'd really like to, that we, I think we've talked about getting Dave on in one form or another. Yeah, one of his and, hats. Um, so that'll that, that that'll definitely be coming up. We we will definitely have Dave on. We can just like interview him every week and just talk about his different roles. I and mean, stuff. Man, yeah. that, that's a, that's its own podcast. I think. <laughs> like, um, but no, Dave, uh, he, he'll be a great guy to have on the podcast. He's a- the other ex- exciting thing with Dave's is that we've just launched uh, Dave's Brewery Tours in Canberra, and so I think there will be an opportunity for us to jump on a bus. Sounds good in Canberra, and you know, hopefully, do some quick interviews while we're around there as well. Sweet. Um. Now, talking about getting on a bus, not quite a bus, but um, and going somewhere for Dave's Brew Tours, Liam and you and I recently drove quite a way up north. Yeah, um, sacrificed a Swans game. and We did. We had to listen to it on the radio. We didn't even get to watch fun. it on TV. But, Actually, um, it, was, it was good fun listening to it on the radio. But yeah, so, were, were you a bit relieved that that game was just so far yes. in the Swans' favour? Yes. We would have pulled you, over and found someone. If it was it. a yeah. stressful game, I couldn't have driven. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have had an accident. So would, I would you have just used all your data? And there was a serious conversation of being like, because at halftime we were kind of at the pull the turn off to go to Newcastle and and we were going to go to the grain store, which was a um a Swans friendly venue, yeah, um to watch it. But because of the, how the result was going, this is the uh, the Swans Geelong uh, preliminary final, um which yeah. So because of the result, we we just ended up driving through and listening to it on the radio. I've since watched it on TV. Yeah. yeah, there was. He did have a couple of fist bumps that turned into swerves on the road, but um, and yeah. we did at the end of the game. Liam and I both joined in unison to sing "Cheer, Cheer the Red and the White" <laughs> in the car. But yeah, so long story short, um, we had a Dave's Brew Tours put together a stand at the Port Macquarie Beer and Cider Festival, mm-hmm. um, and so grabbed Tom to jump up with me, and we spent the weekend in Port Macquarie pouring some sick beers. Yeah, cool. So um, tell us about the festival itself and who is involved um what kind of breweries were there food wise what what was the go yeah, what so was the it crowd was, like um it was interesting because i dave had done a, a, the same uh festival last year but i w- wasn't involved yeah so i really didn't know what was sort of getting myself into all i knew that it was definitely a beer and cider festival and oh yes yeah um so on our stand we had five breweries 
I guess you could say. We had four uh, breweries and a cidery. And a cidery. So we had Willie Smith's Cider. Um, we had uh, the boys from Shark Island, uh, Illawarra Brewing, uh, Yulee's, and Doctor's Orders. So um, we had a pretty pretty big stand, a pretty full-on stand. Um, some of the other breweries that were there, um, Wayward did made the trip, uh, Young Henry's. Um, there was uh, a couple of local, local breweries. There was more. Um, yeah, there were a few. And then there were f- a few from... Um, from all over, there was some. Um, uh, Pirate Life was there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, cool, but it wasn't a a sh- f- some smaller breweries I'd heard of. Tim from Hop Dog was there. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, it was a good mix, and it was a good mix of a few cideries. It was like Pagan Cider and um, Frank Cider, Frank who had just cider. won at the Sydney Royal Show, yeah, I think, which was really cool. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, so it was a good mix of pe- uh, of, uh, of uh, beers and ciders, and it was a really interesting crowd, actually. Like. Um, there was a lot of people who, interesting from like down south, like yeah, the, Illawarra the, way. There seemed to be more people from Illawarra and Wollongong than there were from Sydney. Uh, there was only one person I met I knew from Sydney. There were there was a, there was a couple. There were there were two people I knew. They were they're regulars at the, the at the Albert, and I and I saw them there, and they were like Tom, and I'm like Chaz, like yeah. what are you, what are you doing here? I'm like oh we we love beer. We came up. I'm like that is dedication. Wow. Yeah. yeah. From Wollongong. No, from Sydney. Oh, okay. This is from Sydney. Okay. But even then, like, but still, Sydney to Port, Port yeah. Mac is is, is not a, a short trip. It's, it's a long like, way. There was, a, there was a, I, like the guys from Shark Island in Illawarra had met probably about six or seven people from Wollongong who were there. Yeah, there, wow. were, there, there seemed to be a lot of people from Wollongong. Um, yeah, and uh, it was a good, it was a really good festival. Actually, it was on the water. Um, it was a, a good park, vibe, good uh, mix. Yeah. I think because it was a beer and cider festival, um, there was a really good kind of gender ratio. Close to fifty fifty, I reckon. And um. Yeah, all the cool. all the dudes were drinking beer and cider, and all the chicks were drinking beer and cider. Like yeah. it was a good mix. I didn't want know? to underestimate the crowd, but I didn't. You know, but um, you, you kind of yeah. Like when when we fir- I think when we were first setting up and we saw who was rocking out, we're like, you kind of immediately stereotype a bit. But then when they actually came up and had a chat and ordered their yeah. beers, they were it was a real. Everyone wanted to try everything. They didn't just want to like, you know, drink what they knew. It was it was a good good vibe, good crowd, um, and there wasn't. Like that, you know. There's always that the last hour, power hour of beer festivals yeah, where yeah, everyone's yeah. getting really sloppy and Gaps. they want to look for the yeah, <laughs> but I think for the biggest beer. It wasn't really like that as a, at, at all. But it I was... think what happened uh, in the last hour, a lot of stores started running out of stock. Yeah, and so it kind of got hard to actually get a beer to go turbo in yeah. that those yeah, last yeah. hour or two. So mm. it it did end up being people kind of coming to your store, being like, "Do you have this?" And you go, "Nah, sorry, we've run out." And they're like. Oh, and then you know, but but that's a, that's a good thing yeah. that we were. We went we, through about seven kegs worth of beer. Yeah, so. like that's, yeah, that's pretty good. That's impressive yeah, pretty for for yeah. a, what a, a six hour kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, it was but cool. It was, and it was yeah, a, there was some awesome ACDC cover bands. There was, yeah. there was some the bongo stage, drums. The stage was a flatbed truck, which was awesome. Yeah, the dude in the bongo drums is pretty sick. Yeah. yeah, I told you we'd end up missing the bongo drums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a good day. It was and the food bad. was good. There was wood-fired pizza. There was like smoked barbecue stuff. Oh, there was barbecue. there was churros made on site. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we had a great day. And yeah, there was, was probably about, I don't know, about 2,000 people there. Yeah, yeah wow. It was really good. But it didn't feel vibe. packed, which no, was, was good. Really like, well it was a good space. Yeah, good, awesome. well-spaced. Yeah. yeah. The toilets were all clean, and they were portaloos. The clean portaloos. They actually had what? three dudes. <laughs> so, every time someone went to a portaloo, they'd clean it before you they, got to they go would le- Like, as soon as you left, someone would go in to clean it. Wow! Yeah, like it was, it was, and that's like that's a little thing that, like, you know, yeah. this is blowing my mind. Yeah, this is it was like a, the kind of anti-festival. 
Yeah, it, would have been, it was just a well-run schmick festival. Yeah, I highly recommend it. And yeah. yeah, I'd love to go back and do it again. Yeah, cool. Definitely. That, that's good to hear because like, I, I didn't even know anything about this festival before you guys mentioned it. And yeah, it, it sounds like an awesome time. I think there's a lot of value to be had in some of these regional festivals because, you know, unlike Sydney or Newcastle where craft beer is quite abundant, a lot of these people don't always get a chance yep. to try a lot of things. And, you know, there is a couple of awesome breweries based in Port Macquarie as well. But, yeah. um, and, uh, there's you know, there's some, a, a nice bar. and um, yeah. but, but I think this is good for growth in that region because... Yeah, you've got you've got customers trying new stuff that they they then will want to get their hands on, and yeah. and a lot of people ask, where can I get this? And you're like, well, you'll need to ask your yeah. local bottle shop or bar to stock it, and yeah. and that's how you kind of grow is by that that grassroots. And I'm sure there's some venue owners who are probably there as well trying beers. I, I think there yeah. definitely were, and and if they weren't, they're stupid for not going. Yeah, because. Oh, it was great. It was yeah. yeah. All, all was a really good, good fun weekend. So, did you guys mention uh, who actually organised the festival? Put put it together. Do you know? Um, it was some some locals. So it was some yeah, local okay, cool. Owners. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah so like all yeah. I know is that it was the yeah yeah awesome. That, that's um, great. That's so, great I think it's their second year now, and they've definitely grown on, on from since last year. And and I've heard that yeah. So so from everyone who went last year, they said this year was bigger, but just also still really good and yeah. and not bigger in in a kind of a bad like this is too many people it was like a just a nice growth which is the staff they're all awesome it they was were actually yeah. like legit we had like people running and getting ice for us and yeah. grabbing stuff they had like barbacks for it for a beer yeah festival. basically like yeah, yeah which it was good they did a really good job yeah cool uh, actually before we take a break we're drinking a beer right now we, we, we are actually and, it, and we um we did mention uh tim from hot dog who was down at the festival and we're mm. actually drinking one of his beers right now actually as, as a sign of the times of the beers that you know being poured at a festival in port Macquarie, tim rocked up with an all ipa bar what yeah. he had he had horns up yeah uh he had the red hopulus maximus mm. um so big like imperial red ipa yeah. um he had the children of darkness respawned which was Oh, so good. I love that beer. I love, the, I love the regular version. Same, but the Respawned yeah. is... Have you had it? No. It is fucking... So basically the difference is he can't get Galaxy anymore because yeah, Stone so would so have it all. something else. So he's, he's, he's changed the hot bill, but it is still... It's still Children, Children of Darkness yeah. and what's, it's still what's, what's, what's he fucking it epic. Um, I, I, I didn't no actually idea. get it. He, yeah. We were all pretty busy on the yeah, day. Yeah, but, cool. But, um, and he had um, his, uh, his grapefruit yeah. IPA. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but um, Juice in Your IPA, I think was it was called. So that was his bar. It was four IPAs. You know, a, a rye IPA, a black IPA, a red IPA, and a, and a grapefruit IPA. Yeah, but That's really cool. Yeah. And um, he, I'm pretty sure he ran out of at least one of them yeah, and, cool. and sold a bunch of awesome beer, which is... Can you imagine doing that a couple of years ago, having four IPAs on your bar and selling out of one of them? Imagine doing that in Sydney. Yeah. yeah it's Even now. It might not yeah. even happen in Sydney. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty good. But yeah. we are drinking the... Um, the Super Beast uh, 2015. Not an IPA. Well, it's a black well, barley wine. Black barley wine, technically, I guess. I think, a, yeah, borrowed Imperial Black yeah. IPA. Or I think it's meant to be pretty much a double Children, Children of Darkness, Darkness, which is like, you know, that's great. Yeah, it works for me. Exactly. Uh, but for me, it tastes like a really good Imperial Stout. That, that's what it tastes like to me. Which is not uh, a bad thing. Kind of an American Imperial Stout. I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Like a like a hoppy definitely got some hot character to it. I think it's definitely got some barley wine characters as well. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, that's so good. It's such a good beer. So this is the second latest one. The the, the most recent one was I think a rye barley wine. Um I haven't had it yet, so I can't 
Really um, I've, I've, I've got a bottle of it, but I haven't had it yeah. yet. Same. So this is probably my... Uh, it's hard to pick between this and the peated barley The peated wine. is my favourite. Uh, I, 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 I love this. I this love, is delicious. I love both of these, so I can't, I, I can't pick right now. But the, the peated is, is one of those beers that, that holds a... Yeah. You know, there, there, are, there are a few beers that I think everyone holds... You know, everyone has their kind of beers that you, 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 you kind of dream of. You know, you, you, you go to sleep and you wake up being like, did I dream of that beer? Like a Negroni IPA, for example. For example, yeah. uh, that, is, that is up there for me. Or yeah. like, like our producer with Gunner Matter. Yeah. I think he's a, he's a fan of that, too, yeah. to say the least. Unhealthily, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I think everyone has those beers. Yeah. I, I did have the 2013 recently, and it was still tasting pretty amazing. I, I think I have one more bottle of it. Ooh, nice, nice. I'll probably have to crack that pretty soon. Future episode. Maybe. But actually, probably almost definitely. Yeah. Does. <laughs> yeah um, so, fuck this beer. It's, it? it is delicious. <laughs> All right. Um, let's take that break then. Sessionable. All right. Um, so, why don't we do some recommendations, guys? Yeah, sounds good. In typical fashion, I haven't thought of anything, so you guys are going first. So. I have a non-beer. I've got to think of it. I mean, I have a beer one in mind, but I'll... Like you know what it is, so I've got to. Um, I'll probably have to think for a second to think of something else. I actually, before we started recording, I had a conversation with Agent, and I think yeah. I'll put money down on the fact I know what your beer is. <laughs> I, but I, I think I've done it before, though, right? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, non-beer. You want to go first? I can go first. Um, I don't mind. You go first. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, as long so... as you don't steal mine, you know what mine is. I've, to- I've told you what mine's going to be, but don't steal it. Okay. Uh. A few days ago, the soundtrack for Doom, the recent remake of the video game, yep. came out, and it is fucking awesome. Sweet, if you, that's if not you, mine so, at all. So, <laughs> so if you play the game, it it has this kind of really great industrial metal. Um, yeah, just, it's one of the most intense games I've ever yeah, played. I, I mean, think I recommended the game. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. It just shifts from just really kind of atmospheric to just in your face, really intense. And yeah, if if you like the game and or you like metal and or if industrial you have a, rock, a faded Nine Inch Nails tattoo on you yeah, somewhere, especially or... if you like Nine Inch Nails, yeah. get on it. It's by Mick Gordon. It's on Spotify. Doom, the soundtrack. That's amazing. Awesome. Um, my recommendation, uh, my non beer is it's a jewel recommendation. So, as in the artist jewel. Uh, Do you have a jewel CD of the artist jewel? No, I recommend you jewel someone. Um, <laughs> No, so the the recommendation is um, I have recently uh, embarked on a rewatch of the the West Wing. Ah, uh, yes. And so what I am doing is uh, I'm I'm watching one episode of the West Wing and then I'm listening to a podcast. It's an excellent podcast. So my recommendation is probably more the podcast than the West Wing because you don't need me to recommend the West Wing to you. But the podcast is called the West Wing Weekly, and it's um uh, hosted by. Um, Richie Cage Hairway, um, who oh, I love that guy, who does Song Exploder, which yep. I think has been recommended on the podcast before. Maybe if it hasn't, I think we've go talked about it. Listen yeah, to Song Exploder is fantastic. Um, but uh, so he's one of the hosts, and the other host is uh, Joshua Molina, who is an actor on The West Wing. Um, Was he the guy who played the aide to the president? Uh, yes, yep. he's that guy. Yeah, yeah he, that guy. he was the guy who who worked in those offices yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and helped the president do stuff. Yeah. Um, no, so he, he uh, Joshua Molina comes in in later seasons, but um, they have excellent guests. So if there's a, a prominent guest star in an episode, or um, you know they've had, I'm only a couple of episodes in, but they've had most of the main cast come through. 
to guest episode to to guest you know on the podcast and um they've talked to um political uh, actual like people in Washington so there's an episode where they're trying to choose who the Supreme Court nominee is and they put together a shortlist and so their guest is the guy who put together Clinton's shortlist when he decided to nominate Ruth so they tie it back into real politics. They do, and um, and it's currently going. So they're only they've only just finished the first season. So ah, oh, so it's, it's prime for a rewatch. It, exactly. Yeah. So if if so, I'm currently just catching up, and then I'll be watching it weekly, basically with them. Um, I've never actually watched like uh, the West Wing series. So it's in on. Full. I've always like yeah. it was used to be on TV. So I just pick yeah, up an episode it, here it's, or there. I mean, it's really fucking good. Um, it's on Stan. I'm not sure if it's on Netflix. Yeah. I don't um, believe so. I don't think it's on Netflix, yeah. but it's on Stan, um, and uh, I'm sure there are other ways you can watch it. Um, but it is really good. It's the West Wing. Awesome. It's it's a yeah. classic show. It, but it, and watching it, it with it's this... pretty much like just quintessential yeah. Aaron Sorkin, where you get a couple of people and they're just chatting and just talking shit, and usually they're just walking down a hallway yeah. doing the same, doing that. But there's there's so much depth of character yeah. and and purpose and and, and it's plot a, as and well. plot. And it, yeah. it's a really well-crafted show. And um, having this kind of uh, commentary track almost, like this 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 uh, companion piece, um, deepens the experience. Uh, so that, that's my, my non-beer recommendation. Nice one. Cool. Liam, do you have one? Yeah. Um, so I've just been like really super busy working a lot, so I hadn't had a chance to like be home that often. So I've actually like made an effort to start doing a lot more cooking. Nice. And... Um, one of my favorite things was when I lived in London was eating Jamaican food and having jerk chicken. So I've been oh, fine mate, tuning my jerk you're chicken. You're making me hungry. Yeah. Oh, mate. Uh, um, anyway, besides that horrendous joke, I've been fine tuning my jerk chicken recipe. And, um, so my recommendation is to either find good jerk chicken. And when I came back from London to, to Australia, you couldn't get real Jamaican food. Mm, There's now mm. a couple of places. For a while, uh, actually, one of the good places bit a few, but that uh, that was, yeah, was short lived. Yeah, yeah. That dude had some had some good chicken. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So either learn to make it yourself or find some, but just get jerk chicken, jerk chicken. in your life. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Like, some peas and rice, and you'll be good. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, we have we haven't mentioned that Camera Craft is closed on the podcast, have we? Mm, no, not yet. Yeah, so no. camera craft is closed. Um, is that a, a recommendation? Of you, a lot of you, <laughs> which is sad. A lot of you listeners probably know this, and um, so anyway, to to kind of uh, re- go back to your recommendation, because I don't have a full time job anymore, I've been cooking at home a lot more. Awesome, just to kind of save money. And yeah, so it's it's fucking awesome. I, I just I just miss the fact that you can, you know, take maybe 30 minutes of your time and just kind of zone out. And I just actually find cooking, 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 is, like cooking is great. Yeah. I love it's cooking. It's fucking great. <laughs> I, I miss cooking. I'm going to do it a lot more yeah. these days. Yeah, um, this so, is yeah, going to be that, that's the, the summer of barbecues yeah. in, in my Let's household. Do it. Let's so. do barbecues. I'm, yes. I'm keen. Uh, I want, I want yes. the smoker running hot. I want, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Awesome. Barbecue this weekend for grand final day? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Well, we are doing it. We are doing it, yeah. I'm busy. Yeah, you get to go see a Sting concert. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adrian, you got a beer recommendation? Yeah, so I've been really digging the uh, Black Font Organic Double Berry Berliner Weiss. So good! I had that for the first time tonight, and that was amazing. Yeah, so yeah. they, they so came good. out with this beer maybe like six months ago, or 
even close to a year ago now. Uh, Black Font's this Marrickville... Is it Marrickville? It is Marrickville, yeah. Marrickville uh, Brewery, uh, as if they don't have enough breweries in Marrickville. There's actually another one There's opening There's another up one opening up, yeah. As well. yeah. Um, I haven't actually been there before, but by all accounts, they make some pretty great beers. But this is probably the favorite that I've tried. Um, and it's just like a 3.6%, uh, super sour, super fruity uh, Berlin of Ice. And yeah. One of the one of the best sours that I've tasted in Australia. Uh, I, I thought it was amazing. I think everything the guy or I forget his name. I think it's Richard. I'm pulling that out. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I forget his name for Black Font, but everything that he's done has been really true to style. Um, I've only had a chance to be at the venue twice, mm. and one of the times they weren't even open. I sort of just popped my head in, and um, yeah, I mean the guy's basically got a bar and brewery in his garage. He's done some amazing things. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, amazing to see. I think the feat of engineering of producing the amount of beers he does in the time and the space that he has is pretty amazing. So yeah, yeah. and his beers are legit, really good. Yeah, that, yeah. That beer tonight was yeah, really blew me away. I hear his Imperial Stout is pretty good as well. Yeah, I'm, I have definitely have to make time to visit. Me too. Maybe we should do an episode there. I don't know. Maybe that might be on the cards. I think. Yeah, yeah sweet. sweet. What's your beer recommendation, Tom? Um. So wait. So who had money on this? Did you both just like probably, agree that yeah. it's we we didn't put money on it because we probably both know. I think the odds were pretty good. Yeah. Um and I just went back and checked that I haven't recommended it in the past and I haven't. So I, well it's actually not gonna be the viewer I thought it was then. You didn't but, think I'd say Negroni IPA. You have recommended Negroni IPA. I haven't, I just checked. What? You, we've had the beer on the on the podcast before. Oh we have actually, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But it's never been my beer recommendation. It's still it's Okay, I'll not, change it then. I'll yeah. change it. It hasn't officially right. been the um yeah. Be a recommendation. I'm gonna say uh, the Modus um, Haver IPA. That was we also were, very we good. We were both wrong. Yeah. Yeah. We were both wrong. Well, wait, yeah. What did you think I said? Was gonna say? Well, I'm gonna use it as mine now, so we'll find out very shortly. <laughs> okay. Um, the yeah, the Haver IPA. Um, I, I think I'm pronouncing it. I don't know if it's Haver or Haver. I I just saw it, read it as Haver. It's like I'm gonna have an IPA. I th- yeah. Wouldn't we have then? Or because I don't know. So what so, do you want? Oh, I'll have an IPA. So what is yeah. it, Tom? <laughs> what, what, uh, so it's an oatmeal IPA from Modus. Um, I think it was brewed as a collaboration with Dutch Trading Co. Oh yeah, cool. Um, in Perth. Yeah, um, I still need to go to WA. So yeah, so do if, I. Um, if I ever go there, apparently that's a pretty good. Venue. It's basically just a. I mean, it's a classic Modus IPA, but it's it's an oatmeal IPA, and so the finish is just a bit softer than like Zoofeeder or. Um, uh, what's the other one they do? The the psychedelic one, um, um, Sonic Prayer. Sonic Prayer, yeah. So it's it just finishes a bit softer than those, but hey, it's still big and fresh and hoppy and yum. On that note, do you know Zoofeeder's been discontinued? What? Yeah, so Zoofeeder has been discontinued. Yeah. I think. I've, so when's the funeral? I, I'm. I'm <laughs> that's that is upsetting I don't, know, news. I don't know the actual official reason. So is Sonic Prayer the, the? I think the Sonic Prayer is the new official uh, IPA. I mean, that, in that's the, still a delicious IPA in but. the um in the core range. And honestly, I like that better. They're both great beers, but I like yeah. the Sonic Prayer better. But I also think they want to kind of uh, shorten the core range list yeah. and make more. Interesting beers, like like not fair not, enough. Not to say that their court range isn't interesting. No, no, but, but, but they're more of different. Beers. Yeah, more seasonals, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. Which is that's that's which a, is cool. That's an admirable yeah reason to do it rather than just focusing on your on your core. Yeah, and also Sonic Prayer is a fucking awesome oh, it's, beer. it's a cracker. But but the the Haver is is 
really, really fucking good. An oatmeal IPA. Yeah. Um, it is good. I had yeah. it that. Yeah. yeah. Kind of reminds me of the Otis. So I wonder why. Yeah. And, and I, I love Otis. Yeah. So. Um, and so, Liam, what was, what was the one that you thought I was going to say? Well... I was I wanted to use it, but I just figured that you would take that anyway. So I, I thought of something else. But um, when we were in Port Macquarie, we had uh, you know Shark Island and the boys from Illawarra on our mm. stands. Oh yeah, and they have their um, collaboration series they brew called the Southern. I thought you was going to say this, the Southern Brewers, the Southern Brewers, and so they did a um, technically a, a double, double IPA, nine point five percent, I think. Yeah, called We Lost an Eye, and it has some of the sickest artwork I've ever seen. So oh, yeah. why is it yeah. called We Lost an Eye? It's such a good story. Um, I believe because they inte- intended to brew a triple IPA, and they didn't quite hit their numbers, so they ended up with a double IPA. So they lost an eye, and then yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. It's a it's a, such a good name, and the artwork for it is like this like this zombie like skeleton with a bandana and he's like, his eye is hanging out of his socket, but it's an eye, like a letter eye as well. Uh, and it's, uh, I'm actually, we'll put a photo in the show notes cause I got a photo of the decal. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's such a good, yeah. um, such a good, uh, image. So the boys um, weren't pouring that delicious beer, beer at the festival, but they had an esky full of it just for those who asked. And there was like, you know, word got around and people were like, I hear there's a beer that you have that you don't have. And then, yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and, uh, and it was a, it was a wink, festival favourite, basically. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And we, uh, we enjoyed a couple of stubbies of that. Definitely. Yeah. It was a great beer. And really they're actually going to rebrew it again and brew the second of the series. And they're actually going to do it the triple IPA and call We Found an Eye. Yeah. We found our yeah. eye. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that that's my recommendation. That's a great yeah, pick. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I think that was a pretty solid set of recommendations this time around. Yeah. Not, for, to, for like, not to bag on the, the, the previous rounds, but, you know. <laughs> well, I, like, yeah, that, that was a good one, yeah. I think. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at SessionablePod. Yeah. Um, Tom, what are you on? Um, I am at A Study in Beer. I'm the Beer Lebowski. And I'm at Adrian Poyle. And um, thanks again to our sponsor, Dave's Brewery Tours. Um, and also, make sure um, you, uh, if you're in Sydney during Sydney Craft Beer Week, come to the Royal Albert for our show, and then we'll, we'll kick on somewhere else afterwards for October sure. October 24th, probably Frankie's afterwards. It's become a bit of a tradition, Very right? Very likely uh, yeah. Frankie's yeah. afterwards. Well, yeah, yeah, come on, come to Frankie's afterwards, get a drink with Liam's mum. Someone's yeah. going to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, see ya. See ya. Cheers.